You are listening to Girl Health Co. Radio, Episode 7, Running Out of Time or Just Getting Started. Today's episode is a little different, a little special, a little nostalgic because it's my 30th birthday to 2020. That's kind of cute, right? Anyway, I'm so glad you're here. This episode is just as much about you as it is me. So here we go. Welcome to Girl Health Co. Radio, a podcast hosted by Women's Health Nurse Practitioner, founder of the Virtual Women's Health Clinic, Girl Health Co., and my beautiful wife, Brooks Vaughn. Listen in as she educates and equips women to live a whole, healthy, and purposeful life. Okay, y'all, this episode is a day late, and I wish I could say that was intentional because today's my birthday, but it wasn't. I honestly just couldn't get my stuff together this week to post what I actually had planned for today, which is not this, but it's funny how God works because I woke up this morning with a message on my heart and my mind that I just knew was what I needed to share today. So yes, I am recording this day of Nope, it is not what I had planned for today, (laughs) but yes, I definitely have something really great in store for y'all next week. It's an awesome conversation with one of my favorite women's health psychologists, Dr. Alice Pickering, also known as Mom Doc Psychology on Instagram. It's so good, and I know that y'all are going to love it, so just know that is coming next week. But for today, this is just my special birthday edition of Girl Health Co. Radio, an ode to saying goodbye to the roaring 20s and hello to the thriving 30s. (laughs) I'm just going to be very honest with y'all. When I woke up on my 20th birthday, I felt great. But the rest of the day, I really struggled. I remember crying to my husband that night and telling him, I feel like I'm running out of time. I really did. Fast forward to today. I woke up this morning on my 30th birthday and he asked, how do you feel? And my immediate response was like, I'm just getting started. Not what I thought I would say based on how I felt 369, no, 365 days ago. Anyway, I want to talk about this, though, because I just believe deep down that there's a message here for somebody other than just me. So listen up. Here's what I wrote in my journal on 2-20-2019, 365 days ago. It says, Thank you, Jesus, for this life. I am excited for what is to come. I'm not afraid, but I know there are going to be hard days and discouragement along the way. This morning, Skylar gave me a plaque with my name and Girl Health Co. on it, and my mom read this verse to me from Luke 1 that she randomly opened up to this morning on my birthday. It says, Elizabeth was filled with and controlled by the Holy Spirit. So Elizabeth, just a side note, is my middle name and my Mima's name. Anyway. I go on to say, Jesus, I want both of these to be true of me. Let my life matter. Let me love people well. Let me be filled with and controlled by the Holy Spirit. And if Girl Health Co. is a part of your plan, let me do it well and to your glory. I am yours, and I want with all of my heart 
to honor and love and serve you with my life. Okay, I read this not to make myself sound holier than thou or like, I don't know, be self-exalting because that is, I'm, I'm so far from it. But that leads me to what I wrote the very next day, which is 2-21-2019. This is what it says. Lord, I don't know what happened yesterday. I felt strange, overwhelmed, self-critical, doomed, as if I needed to accomplish so much before I turned 30. I honestly felt exhausted and under complete attack. Father, forgive me for giving in to Satan's schemes. I know that those feelings and thoughts and emotions were not true or of you. Okay, let me just say this. I remember a lot of details of my 29th birthday for some reason. I remember going to work that day feeling urgency, yet also a sense of like I'm running out of time and I feel doomed. I felt anxious, self-critical, like I said in that journal, uncertain, and honestly just irritated with myself. I know now that that was spiritual attack. I knew that I was about to walk into a new season. I knew that I had a vision and a dream and a goal and that God was really working. And I knew that I was about to step into some uncharted territory, but that hadn't happened yet. I had been in a season of waiting, stalling for a while until the timing was right, and I was excited for what I was hopeful was coming, even though I didn't know how it would play out. This is a side note, but my life now looks way different than what I thought it would one year ago. (laughs) But that day, one year ago, was really hard. And I want to say this, because this was something that was said to me or taught to me when I was in college, and it's been very true in my own life over the last, you know, 10 years or so. And it's also been very reassuring in seasons of uncertainty, but stepping out in faith. When you are walking, when you are about to walk into your God-given territory, you better believe that the enemy is going to stand on it, daring you to take possession of it. And that's going to look like attack for a lot of us. I just believe that there is a spiritual realm. I believe that God is real, and I believe that the enemy is real, and I believe that he is trying so hard to destroy God's people's purposes on this earth. He is trying to destroy what God has created us to live for and to do, and that is to make him known in our unique ways. But I say that to say that if you are walking into a season of what you believe God's called you to, and you're experiencing doubt, self-criticism, um, just questioning whether God's even working or real or whatever, um, you know, if random stupid things just aren't working out, I just would wonder and question if that could be from the enemy and not from God. Because I do not believe, you know, I'm a firm believer that God is pure. He is truth. He is good. He is holy. And Anything that is not that is not of him. So self-doubt, self-criticism, uncertainty, um, stupid little things are not of him. So they have to be of the enemy. And you just must know that, A, let that be reassuring. Let that be reassuring that 
you're a threat to the enemy, but B, do not yield to it and do not succumb to it. You can stand firm against the enemy in the name of Jesus, honestly, with scripture, with speaking truth into your mind and your life, with surrounding yourself with people who are going to speak truth into your life, who are going to say, hey, Brooks, no, that's not true. That's that's a lie. That is why Don't even give that an inch, an inch of foothold in your mind or in your life. So anyway, I just say that because somebody is listening to this and is experiencing some major attack and they are walking into what God's called them to. So just know that you don't, God has the victory, don't yield to it and let it be reassuring. You're right where you actually need to be. Okay, fast forward to now. I woke up this morning with a sense of excitement, expectancy, and guess what? Urgency still. You know what, though? I consider that a gift. I am all about, I'm just going to be really honest, I'm all about being content with what you've got, with what God's given you, but I never want to stop growing. Healthy things grow. Let me say that again. Healthy things grow. They mature. They change, they give life to the things around them, and that's what I want, and I believe that's what you want too. We are called to live with a sense of urgency, a sense that, hey, we are running out of time. We have less time on this earth today than we did yesterday, and tomorrow we will have less time than we did today, but we are not called to live with a sense of doom, like... I'm running out of time, and the time that I do have isn't being used well. I mean, in reality, yes, without some effort, we will waste our minutes, our days, our lives. So putting thought into spending our time and resources, and personally for me, doing those for the glory of God, may be the most important thing that we can do. Now listen. I honestly loved my life before going out, starting my own business, and all the things that this year has brought. I really did. I had a great job with great opportunity, and that, you know, I, I encountered amazing people and I had an amazing community. But it was time that I started running the race that I believed God had placed before me to run. And y'all, I am not saying that. We all need to quit our jobs, start our own business, or bulldoze our way in this world. We don't all need a microphone or a stage or 10,000 followers on Instagram or whatever. We don't all need to preach the gospel every single place that we go. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying that at least for me, I needed to throw off the things that were hindering me, run my race, stop worrying about what other people thought worrying about my image or my security or making the most money I possibly could or is is this even something that I'm supposed to be doing? Honestly, you know, stop worrying about all of those things that are in our lives that actually hold us back from our race. It's really funny because the Bible actually speaks of this. Therefore, since we are surrounded by such a cloud of 
witnesses to the life of faith. Let us strip off every weight that slows us down, especially the sin that so easily trips us up. For me, that was self-criticism, fear, worry. Honestly, I was afraid of... I mean, I'm just going to be very honest. I was afraid of looking stupid. And also, I was afraid of making much of myself. I was afraid of getting, making this about me. I really was. I was afraid of myself, in in all honesty. Anyway, the Bible goes on to say, And let us run with endurance the race God has set before us. Hebrews 12.1 Y'all, my race may look totally different than your race. But guess what? We are all in a race. What would it look like if we ran with the urgency as if we were running out of time and with the excitement and zeal and expectancy and fervor as if we were just getting started? One thing I've learned over the years, and it's honestly taken me a minute to grasp this, but I hope with all of my heart that you will understand this too. I even tell this to my precious college gals who I lead Bible study with, who are honestly really in the weeds of figuring out what their purpose or calling or, you know, whatever it is they're supposed to do with their life. And there's a lot of pressure to get it right. And there's some fear that they might screw it up and that they might miss it somehow. But this is what I believe, and this is what I tell them, and this is what I'm telling you. I say, listen, your calling and your purpose on this earth is primarily to know God and to give Him away to other people, a.k.a. to bring Him glory with your life. And He created each of you uniquely different to bring Him glory in uniquely different ways on this earth. Jenny Allen, one of my favorite authors and teachers, says, God is most after His glory. Glory is the visible expression of His character on this earth. So, just as Abraham in faith followed God into the wilderness, bringing God glory, when you bravely obey or sacrifice or risk in faith to follow God, you bring Him glory. Our unique gifts, talents, skills, loves, passions, those things— can actually display hints of God's glory on this earth. So when you understand that that is your chief purpose on this earth and you use your unique gifts, literally whether that be in the kitchen or creating amazing spreadsheets or planning amazing events or marketing things that matter to you or teaching or creating a space in your home for other people to connect or raising up a child in the way that they should go, whatever that is, run your race, girlfriend. You know, when I think of people who are running their race so well, so beautifully, so powerfully and impacting this world, the world around them and generations to come. It's really, especially the ones that have impacted my life, are not necessarily the people who have the most followers or likes on social media, who have a stage or, 
you know, who are just doing these extravagant things that the world defines as successful. It's the people who are faithful, who are consistent, who are fighting for what they believe in, who are serving their hearts out in their communities, who are opening their homes, even when it's a hot mess sometimes, you know, who are not necessarily, well, who are not looking for approval, who are not living for what the world, you know, is saying matters, who are living for what God says matters, and who are honestly embracing the things that God has created them to do and and using those things for the good of other people and for God's glory. I think about my mom, who is literally the strongest prayer warrior. She and my Mima and my aunts, I mean, my aunts and grandma and mom are literally, I've, I've never seen just faith lived out like I have through those women. And, you know, I know my grandmother and my mom are awake at five o'clock in the morning, every morning, pouring their hearts out to God, praying over the people in their circle, praying over their families. I know this because they text me at five o'clock in the morning and send me scripture for the day that they've prayed over me. They've been doing it since before I was born, and they've demonstrated that to me. I remember growing up in high school, walking down the stairs, you know, early. I remember my mom just modeling that so well early on. And I would walk down the stairs, and there she would be on the couch with her um, lap board and her Bible and her journal and her coffee and her little lamp, just pouring her heart out. And I remember in in high school, starting to learn who Jesus was, especially to have a personal relationship with Him. And I would get up and I would do that myself with her. And it just, it's it's impacting generations. I know that with all my heart. I look at my friends who are in the thick of raising littles who have so much on their plate yet are pouring their lives out for other people. And their littles are seeing that and they're realizing that Life isn't just about them. I have one of my best friends told us today that she's turning her kitchen island into a charcuterie board and inviting just a bunch of moms over so that they can connect and have a place of community. That is beautiful and powerful and not always easy. You know, I look at my dad whose life is basically just an outpouring of service and love to other people and who does not see racial or socioeconomic differences. I mean, he just, he does not. And he instilled that in us. I remember growing up, always having someone of a different race or socioeconomic status or whatever, someone that was different than us at the dinner table, you know, swimming with us, whatever it was. Now, so many of them call him dad because that's what he was. He was, and he is, and he still is. Even though we're out of the house, he's still doing that. I look at, you know, I have a friend who is just amazing when it comes to skincare. And she is just honestly, one of her gifts is making women feel beautiful. And she knows that, you know, outward beauty is not 
the end all be all. She knows that the heart is what matters, but she also knows that God created us in his own image and he wants us to take care of ourselves and he wants us to feel beautiful and he wants us to value the body that he's given us. And she's doing that with other women. She is, while she's doing those things, she's talking to those women, getting to know them, you know, learning about their lives and their hearts. I have a friend who's a teacher who just believes with all of her heart that her mission is to speak into the lives of her students. So many of her students are from, you know, backgrounds that don't have you know, dads or that just are rough. And she is speaking truth into their identity. And so many of her kids have come back to her years later, whether they're in middle school or high school, and just basically told her how much of a difference what she did made on the trajectory of their lives. I look at my mentor physician who did not have to take me in because she didn't really know me, but she chose to, and she invested in me, like literally invested in me and spent so much time teaching me more than just medicine. That's our tagline here at Girl Health Co is more than medicine. And that comes from her. Even now that I'm not working with her, she cares about me and she, you know, intentionally texts me. She came to visit me and just doesn't have to do that. But it is honestly a domino effect because because of her investment in me, I want to invest in people that are coming behind me. And it's, it is beautiful. It is a domino effect. And I see that in all of these circles, all of these places where people are running their race and doing the things that they have been called to do. And it is like a little... I don't even know, a wildfire. It's like little fires that turn into a wildfire. So I guess on this birthday edition of Girl Health Co. Radio, I've just been preaching probably. I hope that this did not come across as uh, too preachy or I don't even know what what the word is that I'm looking for. I guess I'm trying to say I just, my biggest, somebody asked me recently, you know, what is something I'm leading, like I said, a small group of Bible, a Bible study with college girls. And somebody asked about that and they're like, well, what is it that you want? What is your hope for those girls? And I just started weeping as I was thinking about what my hope was for them. And I pray for them every morning now. And the more I pray for them, the more my hope just grows that they experience this. And it is that they would step into the identity that they have in Jesus and that they would not mold to what this world says that they have to mold to, that they would dress differently, that they would speak differently, that they would act differently, that they would use their gifts for the good of other people and for the glory of God and that they would find pleasure in doing that, that they would enjoy the things that they're called to do. You know, I believe that when we are experiencing God's pleasure, we're giving him glory. And I think that, you know, so often 
yes, we are sometimes called to sacrifice and we're called to take risks and we are, we are going to suffer. I mean, we just are, we're going to suffer in this life. But I also think that there, there are seasons that we can really embrace the beauty that God has put around us. And my hope and prayer for each of you listening, no matter how old you are, no matter what decade you're in, whether you're in your teens, 20s, 30s, 70s, I don't even know who I was listening to this, but my prayer is that you would sense that you are running out of time, but that you would live in a way that has the urgency of that, but also the fervor and the zeal and the just excitement and expectancy of, I'm just getting started. Okay. Thanks for following along and listening to this rant of mine. I hope you're encouraged. I hope that whatever age you are, that you just embrace the life that you've been given and that you don't waste it, that you actually take some time and put some thought into how you spend your minutes, your hours, your days, your weeks, your month, your life. Okay, y'all, I hope you enjoyed that birthday edition of Girl Health Co. Radio. I know we didn't talk about gynecological health today, but I did want to say we certainly have some really great episodes coming up that are focusing more so on specific health things. I also wanted to say that we are offering 30% off if you schedule a telemedicine visit between now and February 29th, because leap year using code 30, T-H-I-R-T-Y, it's spelled out. Um, I would love to connect with you. If you're interested or you know curious about Girl Health Co. and want to give it a try, now would be a great opportunity. I very rarely offer a discount like this. Um, so I would love to connect with you. I've been busy this week seeing patients for all sorts of women's health things, whether that be birth control or period problems or UTIs, vaginal infections, um, preconception, menopause, mental health, all of those things I love to connect with women on. Now, if you live in Georgia, I am able to write prescriptions for you. If you do not live in Georgia, I can consult with you. I just can't diagnose and treat you. So just something to keep in mind. I also am super easy to find on Instagram at Girl Health Co. And if you want to see more pictures of my dog and my husband, find me at brooksbvon underscore NP. I would love to be friends. Thank y'all so much. I hope that you all have a wonderful week. Be well. Talk soon.